0: this episode of the possible project podcast. This is a new format for me. This is the first time that I've ever really not had a guest. And I am choosing today to give you guys an update because there are so many amazing things going on in my life right now. Uh, I am titling this episode the triple P update. And that stands for post ride puppies and future planning. All right, guys, so just to kind of bring everybody up to speed here. Uh, If you didn't know, I just finished a fundraising bike ride where I took my bicycle from West Bend, Wisconsin to Washington, DC. It was super amazing. I met so many wonderful people along the way. We had great community interaction and participation. I mean, it was just a wonderful experience. I spent 21 days away from home um, and it was just a long time and a lot of things happened during that time frame. So I'm just going to give y'all an update. Uh, The first update that I'm sure everyone is dying to know is what was the final results of the fundraising. So I am pleased to announce that as of right now, we have raised together $10,179. So that is the grand total as of right now. And uh, yeah, it is phenomenal. So thank you all who participated. Thank you all who donated, who liked or shared the feedback and the information with the community and your friends and family. Uh, It really took all of us to raise such an epic amount of money for the Wisconsin 9/11 Memorial and Education Center. So uh, thank you all. We are going to see some amazing things happen with that money. I'm really excited to uh, see those first schools take advantage of bus scholarships to the memorial so that they can see firsthand uh, all of the amazing things that are there on site. All right. So uh, yeah, it's been about two weeks since I've been home and I've been really kind of focusing on several post-ride things like time with my family. You know, three weeks was a very long time away from my family. So uh, lots of family dinners and just hanging out and chit-chatting and kind of catching up on all of the things that uh, we missed together in those three weeks. Um, the other thing that I've been doing is kind of like getting back in the loop with my community groups that I'm a part of. So in the past two weeks, I've uh, gone to my West Bend Noon Rotary meeting, uh, my first board meeting with a volunteer center of Washington County. I'm super excited about uh, that venture. And also my Marine Corps League, the Kettle Marine Detachment right here in West Bend, Wisconsin. Uh, We just had our monthly meeting as well as a fall picnic where we got together and just kind of hung out. So uh, those three community groups, i was able to kind of catch back up within the last two weeks. Um, The other thing that's really kind of uh, difficult, shall I say, is adapting back to the chore routine around my house. It is pretty extensive. So not only do I have like the normal chores, you know, laundry and cleaning and cooking and all of those things. um, We also have like a little homestead. So we have uh, like egg laying hens, we have meat birds, or shall I say head. Uh, And we have a couple of turkeys, uh, we have a beagle. And there's just a lot to do with the uh, little kind of animals running around my house. Uh, So uh, my husband, he's been holding all of this down with my daughter, Destiny while I was gone. And so now uh, adapting back into the routine, I think he gave me like a solid day where there was like, no hints or mention of anything. And then like the second day, I was like, hey, like, uh, you got to feed the chickens. Uh, So at any rate um adapting back to that's pretty um it, it has been interesting but i'm fully adapted now um the speaking of chickens we just uh finish one of the big tasks for the summer which is chicken processing of our meat birds we have this thing where um I don't know, probably six years ago or so, uh, we really wanted to like, um, really focus on where our food came from. So uh, we already kind of like harvest our uh, big game. So we are venison hunter or whitetail hunter. So we have lots of venison in the freezer. Uh, My husband loves to fish. So we have lots of walleye. And every now and then we get out and we go pan fishing. So that's always fun. Um, And we also love our chickens. So we decided to raise them on our own. Uh, And every year we run a batch of meat birds, we made this really cool chicken tractor. Uh, So, you know, effectively, our birds are free range without being able to run completely around free. Uh, What what you can imagine this chicken tractor to be is picture a house, you know, one that you would draw in elementary school, very super simple, four walls, kind of like a pitched roof and a Door. Uh, that's basically what our chicken tractor is, except for it's made out of lumber and wrapped in. Um uh, chicken wire, and then we put a tarp kind of like halfway up one side and all the way down the other side. So there's good amount of airflow, but also protection from the elements from the rain from the sun. And then the chickens actually have the bottom completely open on grass. So they get a chance to kind of, uh, you know, just run around on the grass and have access to bugs and uh, just peck around and we move that chick uh, chicken tractor, while they're babies, we move it uh, once a day. Uh, so we just kind of move it the full length of the tractor itself. So if you can just imagine like it leapfrogging every day forward, and then eventually we'll have to make a turn and go back the other direction. Um, but yeah, uh, when they're bigger, we actually move it two times a day, uh, sometimes three times a day if they're really messy. Uh, but long story short, it's great for the chickens. It's our way of being able to have access and harvest our own uh, clean meat, know exactly where it came from, what it's eating, how they're living. Um, and then also is really good for the grass. If you've ever driven by kind of like a a, a landscape where they use chicken tractors, you'll see kind of like perfect lines of green grass in rows. uh, And the rest of the grass where the chickens weren't pasturing is kind of like a different color, but where they were on pasture is very rich and green and fluffy. Uh, Yeah, that's chicken manure, folks. So uh, that is something that we really enjoy. And we just finished that big task, which means our chicken tractor is now empty. Uh, And so what do you do with an empty chicken tractor? Uh, What we did is we moved it up towards the house because it's a very multi purpose kind of like outbuilding, if you will. Um, And we are using it right now to support one of my really, really cool birthday gifts. That's right. I just celebrated on the 16th. I just celebrated my 42nd birthday. Um, And I am loving life. I had a lovely birthday weekend to include the chicken tractor or the chicken processing. Um, But the very next day, Sunday, exactly like three days ago, we got a brand new puppy. All right, so that takes us to the second P of this update puppies. Um, so I got to give you a little backstory. Um, like the day before I left on my big bicycle trip, I was at a graduation party and I was chatting with friends about missing um, our recently late chocolate Labrador, Sadie. She was a phenomenal dog. And we loved her so much. I mean, there's nothing like a lab nothing against our beagle Maggie, but I really, really, really was missing Sadie. And I had mentioned the fact that I would love to have another Labrador retriever. And so um one of the folks we were talking to had, uh, like the contact information or the insight on a local breeder who had just had puppy, a puppy litter. And there were still a few available. So literally that moment while sitting at that table, the day before my trip, I texted this guy. His name is Jesse Dykman up in Campbellsport, Wisconsin, and, um, with the Valley View Kennel. So, uh, Jesse sure enough had a couple of pups left. We shared some photos, Um Um, and literally the very next day while I was on the ferry, uh, we kind of did the unofficial, like, we're going to take the puppy deal over the phone. Um, there were a couple of things that I had to do yet. Like I needed to send a deposit. And this part of the story is very cool. Uh, because he had very he had mentioned in the deposit information, like, make sure you make the tra- check available to Trent, you know, and I'll share more on that later. But I wanted to say that now so you can remember that piece of it. So long story short, on Sunday, I got up and I drove to Campbellsport. And that's where I got to visit my new friend, Jesse. And I got to meet his wife and I got to see all the other puppies. I got to see Dixie, which is Daisy's mom. Uh, I didn't get a chance to see Riot, the dad, but I did see photos of him. He is a stud, literally. Um, And um, yeah, then the mom was like, hey, Boys, get up. Come on. It's time to, uh, you know, get the puppy going. And so here comes Trent, the gentleman that I met or that I mentioned before. So Trent is the son. And the reason I had to make my deposit check, out to Trent is because it was going into his savings account for college. Trent is a young man in high school and he is working off his college tuition now by helping with raising the puppies and kind of doing all of the work, you know, associated with raising puppies and breeding them and selling them. He's helping out during the summer and as often as he can uh, during the school year. Uh, so I just thought that that was really cool because Trent was truly a treat. He came out, he really, really wanted to focus and do a good job. He had his paperwork in hand. He went and got um, my dog their last dewormer warmer shot. And so uh, he went and got a frozen bird so that I could see which dog I wanted, particularly based on their birdiness. Um, he had already in his mind picked out our lovely Daisy as uh, kind of more birdie. But I really just found that to be super awesome. I love it when kids have a goal and when parents come together to have them work for something and give them something to work for rather than just handing it to him. You can tell this young man is raised in a good family and his heart's in a great place. And he's really enjoying the hard work that he's putting into um, the dog uh, breeding and also looking forward to reaping the reward of his college uh, and having money to pay for that and not go into debt like right away. So So that's like super amazing. So shout out to Trent. Um, Okay, so I think I spoiled it. We named our dog Daisy and she is the cutest little black Labrador that we have ever seen. Um, I'm just like, it's our first black lab. We've only had Sadie the chocolate, Uh, but she's just like so sweet. Um, She's super smart her puppy smells are amazing. Uh, She's learning to interact with Maggie right now. Um, She's already got like really, really great potty manners. Uh, She does a lot of sleeping as puppies do. Uh, Her puppy snoring is super, super cute. Uh, Lots of waking up in the middle of the night. Um, But uh, above and all, above and beyond like everything, I just really think she's a great puppy. And I'm so excited for her future. Um yeah, so her future pretty much looks like this. Uh, she's definitely a bird dog. So we're going to be taking her bird hunting, primarily pheasant. Um and then also this Saturday, I'm going to take her out uh to a little like private lake and we're going to do some water retrieving for the first time. So right now today actually, she is exactly 7 weeks old and um yeah, just going to kind of see what her natural abilities are this Saturday and see her love for water. And I don't want to wait too long because I want to make sure that she, um, accesses and knows what it is and she's not afraid of it later on. So, um, in about six months, I plan to kind of get her involved in the AKC junior hunt test. Um, the American kennel, or uh, American kennel club, I think, um, has this little, uh, junior hunt test where they take, you know, basically puppies as early at the earliest that they can come is at six months. So that'll be right where Daisy is around that time. Um, and they just kind of check the natural ability It's fun for the dog It's fun for the handler and you get a chance to just kind of see what type of instincts that puppy has, you know, naturally before going into like heavy intensive training. So the reason I want to do the junior hunt test right away is because pretty much immediately after uh. Daisy's going to be going to her intensive training like a three month um, like bird training school session, if you will. Um, so basically, that is the exact same thing that we've uh, done with Sadie. And we were really, really happy with it. Uh, so we're going to do the same thing with the same trainer and uh, see what Daisy uh, has to offer and how she comes back from training and what she's most interested in. So uh, that's going to be really fun. I'm really looking forward to that. And then I suppose the last thing on Daisy is... What might be in her future, and that's probably a joint book series uh, called The Adventures of Maggie and Daisy. Um, I had for the long time wanted to do a book series called The Adventures of Maggie and May, and Maggie's full name is Maggie May. And I wanted Maggie to be the puppy, and I would be her avatar, May, and we would have adventures together. But I kind of feel like that that series has taken a turn now that we have Daisy, I would love to do a series on the adventures of Maggie and Daisy and highlight them and all of the cool things that they're going to do throughout their puppy lifetime. Um, so that was the planning that I have for my puppy, my second P in this series update. Uh, and the last thing that we're going to talk about, the third P is planning. Um, so... A lot of you all might know and understand this one piece about me is that when I'm on long adventures outdoors, I have an opportunity to really kind of think about the craziness that I'm going to do next. Uh, Lots of time to think and reflect and let the brain run wild. And um, one of the things that, you know, we're thinking of taking on as a family is, you know, getting a couple of goats in the very near future. Uh, we have like a poison ivy situation around our home. And we're just like, you know what? Goats can manage that. And my husband had been looking into all different types of goats. Uh, but we really like the Nigerian dwarf goats. And we are super excited about the potential of bringing them into our home. So more on that soon. Um, One of the very near planning things that I'm doing and um, is actually on my Bucket list is skydiving. Yeah, like this Saturday, I'm actually going skydiving with a couple of girlfriends from church. Um, one of my friends, she is giving to her. She's part of the Big Brothers Big Sisters program. She's a big sister, and her little just graduated last year. So her graduation gift and their kind of like bonding time is going to be skydiving, and she invited a couple of us to come along as a little group. So I'm super excited to be able to do that with a group of friends and people who just I really enjoy being around and also to complete one of the things that I've always wanted to try. So uh, more on that soon. Um, shortly after that, in November, I'm going to be going on a biking and kayaking adventure with an organization called Project Athena. Um, And it's really all about getting your groove back. Uh, So this adventure group is ran by Robin Benacasa, a world class adventure athlete who's represented the United States in America in like so many different competitions, uh, currently firefighter in California. But um, one of the things that she focuses on is women getting their groove back. I mean, so there are so many like women, and they're called Athena's and then men in this program, they're called Zeus's. But um, basically, if you ever once did something Athletic wise, like epic or amazing. Um, And then you had a situation in your life where things took a turn for the worse, whether you weren't able to complete your natural ability or to the capacity that you were because of injury or because of illness or uh, something along those lines. um, You're given an opportunity to kind of get your groove back in one of the different capacities that they offer. They offer like hiking, they have biking and kayaking. And um, that's the one that I'm participating in. Uh, The reason I Qualify for this scholarship is uh, a lot of you may know, or some of you may not. um, I've had a couple of injuries that carried over from the military. One for sure is like, I mean, my knees are basically shot. Um, That's kind of how I really, really got into biking. Is that was kind of like my therapy and recovery because it was lower impact. Uh, So I pretty much like can't run really. Um, There's not much that I can do. I mean. I'm only able to cycle because I get these gel injections in my knee uh, anywhere from four to six months. I get them in both knees and it allows me to just kind of keep moving. And the more that I cycle and the more that I hike and the more that I keep moving, I'm able to uh, sustain for longer periods of time as long as I keep up on my shots um, and keep moving. The moment that I stop being active, I start to be more arthritic um, with my degenerative arthritis in my joints and um it's it's actually worse to stop moving. So some of y'all might be like, you know, you have bad knees. What are you doing? Cycling a thousand miles. Or what are you doing hiking? All of these things. Like it's actually worse if you stop moving. So this is how I keep my body uh going is literally by pushing in and constantly like keeping momentum. So uh, at any rate, I have an opportunity to participate with amazing people from across the country in this uh, adventure. So I'm looking forward to that in November. Uh, It'll be a joint like three day effort of combined uh, cycling and kayaking every single day and then camaraderie and camp at night with the rest of the group. So I'm super excited about that. Um the other thing that I really want to do that I thought of long and hard over my trip is teach other people how to do uh bike touring and overnight like bike overnights um so I am looking for various places to camp um, so that I can hold these one to two day seminars over like, you know, the trail. So somewhere really close to the trail where I can teach folks who aren't as comfortable like riding on the road and things like that. We can have the safety and security of the trail and then we can kind of pop off somewhere, maybe in the back of a farmer's field or something um, with permission, of course, or a park with permits, uh, whatever that might be. So if y'all know of someone like along the Isenman trail or the inner urban trail who fit the description of kind of like what I need, like, let me know, shoot me an email, that would be awesome. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking for small groups of, you know, four to eight max, um, being able to show them how to do bike overnight. So little biking on the trail, pop off, set us some tents, cook some food, give some seminars, talk about bike safety, all of those things, and then wake up the next day, pack up and then head on out. Uh, so that's what I'm looking to do in the near future. Stay tuned. For all of those things. Um, And then the very last update that I'm going to give you guys is a passion that I've had. uh, And that is to visit all of the supper clubs in Wisconsin. This has been on my list for the longest time. I've gotten two versions of the supper club book. And um, I want to kind of put this into effect. Like, bike style. So I visited several, I have them marked off on my list. But then there are so many kind of regions that I haven't hit yet. And so I'm thinking about doing that on my bike. The first trip that I'm planning is going to take me up to like Door County area and bring me back down all the way. I think the last one that I'm going to go to is in Racine on that trip. Uh, so that's coming up next soon. That'll be like my next solo bike adventure, I think, Um, where I'm just going to do shorter smaller segments, maybe like a week at a time or a long weekends, but I'm going to hit very specific regions. And I'm going to get on my bike and I'm going to cycle a route of supper clubs and give y'all an update on all of the cool things that they have to offer. So um, yeah, this has been a uh, really long hopefully not too rambly update, but I figured it about time that I covered my triple P's. So my post ride my puppy in planning for the future. So uh, that's it, folks. This has been another episode of a possible project podcast. Uh, we will come to you next Wednesday with our regularly scheduled program, where I'll have an amazing guest, and we'll get to learn all about what they're doing in their life today and how they're impacting the folks in their community and their family and all of those around them on a daily basis. Talk soon.